morning. Welcome to Professional Nestmakers. I'm Brother Brooks. I gotta be honest, I'm a little excited. I saw something that I've never seen before. I was in the midst of studying last night and listening, and uh, and, and I got a nugget, or it's almost as if God's word is a treasure chest, and as we open the treasure chest, sometimes there can be tons of golds, pearls, rubies, emeralds, whatever. And there's this one piece of jewelry that kind of stands out, uh, and even in the midst of all the jewelry. And that's how I kind of feel about today's lesson. There's, there, there's something that stood out that I never saw before, but um, I think it's powerful and I want to share it with you. And in sharing it with you, we'll go to the book of Job. We'll start off in the book of Job. Um whether we're looking at the first chapter or the second chapter of the book of Job, um, we all know the story. The devil's the devil's going to and from in the first chapter, and with the and comes and presents himself before God with the angels, and God asks, "Hey, where have you been?" and so forth. And he said, ah, "Trying to find somebody to, you know." And he and God goes, "Hey, have you seen my? Have you considered my servant um, Job? He's an upright man, and so forth." and you know, the devil said, yeah, but you give him everything. Yes. It's like, well, you know, God gives him permission literally to go and uh, impact Joel's, Job's life. And, you know, and Job loses his cattle. He loses his kids. He loses, you know, his house and everything. And, you know, but still Job does not curse God. He hangs on to his faith and so forth. Well, in the second chapter, you know, the same scene happened again twice. A similar scene, not the same. Similar scene happened twice, where Job is, where the angels going back and forth, and they're presenting themselves before God, and Satan's with them. He said, "He said, yeah." He said, and he says, ah. "Satan said, yeah, you let me touch Job, but a man will give anything for his skin or escape pain and everything." And once again, God said. Consider Job. He says, yeah, but let me touch. He said, but let, yeah, but let me touch his skin. Let me cause him personal pain. And um, God said, go ahead, just spare his life. And we kind of know how it played out. You know, um, you know, it caused deep despair and everything. Sores and everything came upon him and everything. His wife um, said, curse God and die. His friends began to question Job. Some, some doubt started to creep in. But, you know, God responded in, you know, in dramatic fashion, you know, putting Job back in his place or making Job aware that he is God. And even Satan has no authority over his power and his plans. Um, But the nugget piece of this and what I never saw before was this. And it takes place in Luke, the 22nd chapter, the 31st verse, where Jesus is talking to um, Simon Peter, and we got to remember, um, Peter, Simon was, Simon was Peter's original name, you know, um, just like our original man or whatever. But after he met Jesus and was converted, Jesus gave him the name Peter and Peter's the new man, Peter, Peter's name being the rock, you know, which upon Jesus chose to build his church. Well, but the 31st verse I'll continue says, Simon, Simon, Satan has asked to shift you to sift you, excuse me, all of you as wheat. But I have prayed for you, Simon, that your faith may not fail and that you, ha- when, in, when you have turned back, strengthen your brothers. 
Once again, Simon Peter, Satan has asked to sift you, all of you as wheat. But I have prayed for you, Simon, that your faith may not be, may not fail. And when you have turned back, strengthen your brothers. Mm. Let's chew on this for a minute because and see what Jesus is saying here because it's a mouthful. First of all, he calls him by his original name, even though he called him Peter, but he's, he's referring to even the old part of Peter um, and everything. And it's kind of like in us, you know, how there's us before we we're born and transformed so forth. And it says Satan has asked, Satan demanded to shift you sift you excuse me as wheat and the biggest thing is and if you know anything about wheat if you know anything about wheat or and everything sifting takes place um after the wheat has been harvested and and in order for wheat to be used it has to be sifted and in sifting the un the inedible sh shaft from the from is separated from the usable grain and and when you separate them, you know, you get the unusable part and the usable part. Well, Satan asked permission to test Simon Peter to separate the old man from the new, to separate the good from the bad. <laughs> I, I mean, just in saying that, I can see that occurring in our lives. I can I, I can envision that happen in different parts of my life where, you know, things happen. I was tested. I was tried and so forth so that the bad part of me will be separated. And the new part, which glorifies God, which carries out his mission, which carries out his purpose, which is obedient, um, comes forth, which shines forth. But it, um, as we continue to examine that, but I have prayed for you. Jesus, God manifests with us, creator of heaven and earth, I mean, who was with God as the word was spoken, prayed on our behalf. Now, he didn't have to pray. Jesus could have just said, Jesus could have just denied it. Jesus could have just stopped it. But no, um, Isaiah 55 six through eight talks about how his God's ways are higher than our ways. And this points to that. So we don't understand what's going on. And, you know, it's okay that we don't understand because not only is God with us, but Jesus is praying on our behalf. And, you know, we've kind of talked about it before prayer is bringing heaven's resources, heaven's unlimited and vast resources into our earthly existence, into our earthly timeline. So as we are being shifted, even Jesus is praying for us, blessings, protections, and so forth. He's praying for us so that um, we may not fail, so our faith may not fail. And it says, when we have turned back and win, which means we will have doubt, we will, we will have hardship, we will we, we will feel insecure. We will feel not enough. It says, and when we have turned back, because apparently we're going to turn, we're going to make, we're going to be made to feel inadequate. When we have turned, we are to strengthen our brothers, which means we are to go forth. We are to bless others. We are to take care of our flock. We are to encourage others. We are to build others up. It is commanded. And that leads us to the great commandment where we go forth and make disciples of the world and we transform the world through making disciples for Jesus Christ here you know I mean we're told that we're going to be tested here 
where Jesus is praying for us for our behalf, we mean that much to God and we mean that much to Jesus that the creator of the universe prays that as we're tempted, our faith does not fail, which means we're going to be allowed to be tempted. We're going to be allowed to go through things. We're going to be allowed to experience things. We are. But, you know, I look at my life verse, 1 Corinthians 10, 13. No testing will come to you except that which is common to man. But with testing, God is faithful and he will provide a way out. Guys, I mean, if this, is, you know, empowering, um, soul strengthening, you know, it's one of those things that makes your makes your crooked back straighten up and, you know, and, and stand up with all the umph, all the girth, all the all that you can muster. I mean, because we're being told that. We will be tested, but Jesus is praying for us. Our good will be separated from our bad. And that when we turn back, when we come back to ourselves, when we have that realization or that aha moment where the light bulb goes on, we're to strengthen others. We're to help others through. We're to we're to hold a hand out and help pull another one up. You know, it's almost like, uh, uh, do we reach back and pick up someone and and how the, how the great quote says, he's not heavy, he's my brother, you know. And I know, and I know that as we help others, we still got that blessed protection. We still have God's strength with us. We still have him praying on our behalf. Because, guys, this is, I mean, hallelujah. Uh, thank you for the sovereign God. It is reason to pray. It is reason to rejoice. I mean, we are giving a, we are giving a glimpse of hope. You know, we're giving a nugget. We're giving a jewel, guys, this morning in God's word. Um, I pray that um, you continue to not only listen to this podcast, but continue to study God's word, continue to pray, continue to meditate, continue to be blessed, and uh, and continue to be you, do you, stay you. Take care.